Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. The KTSA Home Improvement Show with Martin Bamba, presented by Window World. Talk to Martin now, 210-599-5555. Now, Martin Bamba. Oh, yeah, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. My name is Martin Bamba. That's buddy Jim Smith right over there. And we are here to help, folks. And we got Chris in the studio today. Thank you, Mr. Chris Glasgow, for uh, for uh, what you do every time you are in the studio, my brother. You you take care of us and uh, and and just make this show sound great. We appreciate you. Uh, play some great music for us too. By by the way, I forget every every uh, show that Chris is on. He texts me the night before and says music, and uh, want to know what what I feel like listening to on a particular Saturday. And uh, one of the songs that, if if you can dig this up, Chris, if you can dig this up, there is a new release from Sammy Hagar and the Circle. Uh, they've been doing these lockdown videos for the last year, well, maybe the last eight months. And they even put out a lockdown album. But this is a new one that's, I don't think it's on the album. And uh, and, and it's it's their version of Bad Case of Loving You. Man, I, it's killer. I think it's fantastic. Uh, if you can dig that up somewhere, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. It is the KTSA Home Improvement Show. A beautiful Saturday morning in the Texas Hill Country in San Antonio and all points uh, in between. We thank you for listening from wherever you're listening from. If you happen to be in the Texas Hill Country, or if you happen to be out Austin Way, or maybe down in the Coastal Bend, or down south, we appreciate you making us a part of your Saturday morning routine. We are here for you. We're here to answer your home improvement questions and and uh, and and hopefully make life a little easier on you in that in that respect. Uh, this past week, in fact, yesterday, I had a couple of our sponsors uh, out to the house to do some some routine maintenance and and such on a couple of different things. One of them uh, was Mister Electric. Their technician Brad came out, and and this young man was was not only pleasant and friendly. But he was exceptionally knowledgeable. He did a great job in tracking down the issue that I had and getting it taken care of post-haste. He pointed out a few other things that could uh, could use updating or improvement in my electrical system because they also do that full home uh, check. And uh, thank you, Brad, for, for being a great representative of Mr. Electric and your company. We also had James out from Alamo Water Softeners. Now, James, James is another trip all, all, all the way around. James was one of the most positive, upbeat, funny, friendly guys I've ever met in my entire life and uh, was so happy to meet him yesterday. He, he called up and said, how are you doing today, Mr. Bamba? And I said, I am doing fantastic. And he said, well, it's, it's so much easier to do my job when the customer's already doing fantastic when I get there. <laughs> he was just, he was so, he was funny, man. I liked him a lot. And uh, so he, he and I hung out talking water softeners for a little while yesterday. And uh, anyway, I just wanted to tell you, uh, I speak for these folks on the radio, but I'm also a customer. And I, I wholeheartedly um, recommend them whenever I talk about them because I know of the service that I've gotten from them. So take that to the bank. If I'm speaking for somebody, uh, I don't speak for them very long if if they're not living up to what what I expect from a company, and and, uh, these guys certainly are. So congratulations to both Mr. Electric and Alamo Water Softeners for doing a fantastic job for their customers and making it a pleasure for me to speak about them. Uh, Phone lines are open uh, at 210-599-5555. is the number. How was your week, brother? It was good. It was good. Had a fantastic week. You know, every day got up, the Lord, you know, some days are a little overcast, but every day got up, the Lord gave me fresh air in my lungs and the sun on my back. Can't complain. Awesome. Awesome. 
Always, always a, a pleasure to get up and uh, get both feet on the ground in the morning. I'll tell you that. Every day uh, I wake up above ground is a good day. Is a good day. That's right. Amen. Amen. Um, uh, we, uh, of course, are are still uh, in the midst, uh, whether we like it or not, of a pandemic. And uh, uh, although I will tell you that every day uh, I see a little more encouraging news and, and less bad news on the news, which is, which is a pleasant change, uh, lots of people getting their vaccines. Uh, Debbie and I went out and got our first round of the vaccine earlier last, this, this past week. And uh, my sister-in-law got her second vaccine, I believe, day before yesterday. So more and more people uh, that we know personally are, are getting it. And I think that uh, it really is helping turn the tide a little bit. And and uh, so that's that's fantastic news. Uh, one of the things that has not changed, uh, unfortunately, is, is the industry delays that are going on uh, because of the COVID pandemic. And, uh, and, and of course, we at, at Window World uh, sell a large volume of windows, siding, and doors. And, and so we have uh, a, a very large amount of customers who are wondering, why are my windows and doors and siding taking so darn long to come in? Well, we set the tone and we set the expectation. Uh, and, and as soon as we knew what the pandemic was doing back in March, April, and certainly by late April, we knew that there were going to be delays as a result of, of this pandemic, and we started preparing our customers for that. And, uh, but it doesn't matter you know, how much you prepare somebody. Whenever, whenever it's taken you know, three or four months or so for a product to come in and a, and a job to get done that, in your mind, should be getting done in, in a matter of a month and a half to two months, uh, patience is a factor. And, and the fact is, uh, you know, when, when the COVID-19 pandemic first hit in, uh, we first really knew about it here in, in our neck of the woods in March of last year. So exactly a year ago, um, at the time, uh, we, we had zero idea of what the long-term implications of, of that were going to be. We didn't know to what extent it was going to affect our lives, to what extent it was going to affect our businesses. Uh, we had a big team meeting, and, and, and I, Debbie and I, uh, just laid it out and, and as honestly as we could that we didn't know what was going to happen, but whatever happened, our staff would be the first to know and that there would be no blindsiding. And, and thank God that we were uh, affected only to a small extent at our office. Certainly, we had to adjust some things and change some things. But nationwide, uh, many of our manufacturing partners were first forced to shut down, some of them for up to two months. Uh, and then open back up and then shut down again because they had an outbreak in their factory. Um, when they eventually reopened, the, the labor pool that they had before had, had all but disappeared because th- there were people that were afraid of returning to work. And, and, and frankly, some of them had gotten stimulus checks and, and, uh, and, and were, you just, you know, didn't need to return to work because they had, they had money. Uh, so at the same time, that this was going on, our, our industry as a whole was experiencing double-digit growths due to more people spending time at home and recognizing the need for the many home improvements that they hadn't really recognized in, in, in a long time. And, and then more recently, we've had shortages of raw materials that are used to produce the vinyl windows and doors and siding and caulk that we all use in this industry. Um, and today, many of the manufacturing plants are still operating w- with a third less labor force than they did before uh, February, March of 2020. So all of these factors are what have led to, to these unexpected and, and, and truthfully unex- unprecedented delays in manufacturing. So, um, you know, we, and, I, and when I say we, I'm speaking for Window World, uh, and, and I can tell you that I've got many friends in, in many facets of the home improvement industry, whether it be decking, roofing, uh, siding, and the list goes on and on. They're all being affected by this, and and your frustration is our frustration because we we want to get these products installed in your homes uh, as much as you do. And 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 in most instances, in fact, in all instances, we're not making uh, any money in, until we get your jobs completed to your satisfaction and 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 have this stuff installed for you. So the the fact is, uh, we and nor our manufacturers have have any control over many of the factors that have led to this and uh, and and we all we do can do as a as a as a company and a, and as a industry is work together to get these products delivered and installed 
for you, our customers, as soon as humanly possible. Um, it's an industry-wide issue. It's not just a window world issue, and uh, and 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 all of the parties involved are truly working uh, to. to to, to our best ability every week uh, to get these things turned around. So um, that is is what's going on in our industry right now. And 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 if you're a customer of Window World or, or if you're a customer of, of any home improvement um, or or industry that, that deals in the trades, uh, including plumbers and uh, roofing companies and, um, and and many other facets of home building, for instance, uh, if, if if you if you're dealing with a home builder and you're having a home built right now. These are these are all things that that add to the delays in getting these jobs done, and uh, and 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 I ask you as a consumer, as a as a as a customer of these businesses, to exercise a little extra patience and a little extra understanding, because I can tell you that for the most part, most of these companies are doing everything that they can to get you the customer taken care of, and uh, and that's. That's what's going on uh, right now. We hope that this is going to change in the very near future. Uh, we hope that things will get back to some semblance of normal within the next two to three months or less. And I guarantee you we're doing everything we can at Window World to add staff both in-house and in installations uh, to get these these uh, backups uh, taken care of as quickly as possible whenever these products do come in. Um, it's also meant uh, a need for more staff in the office to take phone calls and, and make phone calls and do paperwork and all the other things. And we're we're doing our very best to staff up in a time whenever it's not particularly easy to staff up. But we're we are doing it and we are working towards it and and uh, and we're getting there. So um, just wanted to, to to throw that out there, kind of a state of the industry, state of home improvement right now. Uh, so so folks who don't understand why the delays are happening and and why this is happening. Now I hope you have a better grasp and understanding of that. 210-599-5555 is the number. Let's get to Ron. Ron, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, uh, Martin. Um, good morning. So good to hear. Yes, sir. Thank you. Good to hear from you. And, uh, gosh, I don't even know where to start. I just know that um, listening to you is like, oh, my gosh, you're, you're full of so much energy, a positive energy. <laughs> it's like oh, I, you make the energizer bunny look like a sloth. When you're loving life, Ron, it, it helps. It helps when you're loving life, right? I, I you're, you're the example of the, what what do they call it, the incurable optimist. That's you, Martin. And uh, I try. Sure Jim, too. You, you I, I've got my days, Ron, but I try. <laughs> well, well, well done. I think you succeed. I just want to let you know. Um, I finally got my uh, my windows. Woo! Uh, three three months is like um, maybe it was a little over three months of waiting, but I got to tell you, um, I knew that that was going to be a good wait because I already had confidence before I received and experienced the product. I mean, it was like other than Window World, I just it was like the best waiting in my life has been number one waiting for my little baby girl to be born. And then maybe, uh, I'm sure there's others I can't think of. Maybe my house being <laughs> built, my house being built, yeah. And then yeah, that's a good one. My windows, but I got the windows, Martin, and um, they're, uh, I'm just gushing. I've had things done around the house, uh, and the total interior paint, Sherwin-William paint job, uh, luxury vinyl plank, luxury carpeting in the bedroom, plumbing upgrades, and uh, things I can't even think of right now. Uh, but those windows are just amazing. Your crew, I'm just—I can't wait till my daughter sees them. She's going to see them this afternoon. Uh, she's coming in. She's going to spend the weekend with dad, and uh, they're just beautiful. They ripped the uh, total frames out. The dust was flying for a while, but they were so good with their cleanup. They had a little bitty blower in a vacuum, and they had one little blower. So cute that they was like three times the size of a wreck conventional blower. It, it howled like a banshee, but it cleaned like hazel. And they just cleaned everywhere they went. And the windows are just, they're just beautiful. Uh, well, thank the, you, Ron. The, you're welcome. And it's not, you're, you're quite welcome, Martin. It's not just the beauty of it. Uh, these men, they were very, very meticulous in how they sealed the windows when they put the windows in, when they finally uh, got them in place. And they, then came the aligning and the Ceiling, and the ceiling was done with absolute surgical precision. The caulking, the silicone, um, oh my gosh. And then uh, one of the techs, um, I couldn't believe it. He was out there with, um, when he, they were nearing completion, he was out there with uh, a foam Windex type 
cleaner. And now I got um, perfectly clear, clean window world windows. They made the uh, the presentation of the windows just awesome. The the sound effect I, I didn't even know it. I can't even hear my dogs, uh, my neighbor's dog where I used to before. It's got a, a sound buffering qualities, ultraviolet. It looked like it even blocked some of the ultraviolet. Some of the light rays were diminished. Uh, you can still see the light clearly, but I mean, it, it looks like a a really nice tinting. And the way that sliding glass door moves, it's it's heavy, it's solid, but it moves like. Ron, would you fluid. would you do me a favor? Tell everybody that I am not paying you to say any of this, please. <laughs> you are not uh, because you that's to say what this. that's what people are going to think. You know that, right? They're no, they're going to think no. that. I, I, I so, paid myself. I think. I hey, paid Ron. Myself. Well, Ron, let's give the crew a shout out. Do you do you? Who was your install crew? Um, I I had the names yesterday. They they made such an impression on me and did such an amazing job, uh, and and very very meticulous even in their cleaning. I I served them a part of my famous barracho beans. Of course, they only took like five minutes to eat. I served them some some of the best beans I bet they've ever tasted in their life, which was made with tomato, garlic, onions. Um, uh, salt pork and bacon, and I served it up with a big glass of cold tea, and um, they 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 ate like troopers, you know, just like I would. And um, I I got their name uh, Tomas, I believe was uh, the the crew leader. But, that's Tomas. Uh, if it was, that's Tomas Aguilar, and he is the best in the yes. business by far. By oh far. my gosh! Yes, yes, I can see why you want to hold on to him, and I, I understand he's been with y'all for years. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's only worked for us for about seventeen years now. Uh, yeah, yep. Martin, Martin, it's two thousand. <laughs> it's two thousand twenty-one, like eighteen years. Yeah, it might 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 be eighteen. Hey, Ron, listen, I, I hate I hate to cut it, but we've got so many other callers lined up. We have got sure. to get to them. Ron, thank you so much for your business, and thanks for those awesome kind words. We appreciate you, man. Uh, Carol, you're up next on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Okay. Hi, Martin. Hi. Good morning. Okay. My problem is when I moved into this house, it was sort of an open patio. Um, it had the siding on two walls, one which was had two windows that goes into the front room. A um, couple of years ago, I closed it in with two more walls, and now I have three windows and a sliding glass door. It hasn't cut down on the sun at all. My problem is it looks like the outside of the house with the siding. They matched the siding to the out. Okay. Is there anything I can put on top of this to make it look more like a room other than drywall, or is that my only choice? Okay, I'm trying to picture what they did on the inside. When you say they they matched it to the outside, is it it more of a flat panel siding? Is it more of a lap siding? No, it's a siding that laps one board over the other. Okay, okay. the best the best thing to do with that would be to deck it and then go over uh, with, with with drywall. But if you don't want to do drywall, I assume that's a conditioned room there now. Yes. Okay. Uh, you you could also stucco that wall. Uh, there's lots of homes that have stucco on the interior of their homes. It looks great. Um, there, there's. There's a couple of different options for you right there. Uh, to me, the easiest and the best way would be to deck it, drywall it, and and texture it and paint it. That would be my preference. It would be the easiest thing to do. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I just didn't know if there was new products out there. Uh, as far as for the interior of the house, you, you've got to start somewhere. You've got to... Uh, now, now, there's also interior, there's paneling, as we think of paneling, paneling is a thing of the past. Um, that thin, right. you know, dark wood paneling, you, you don't find that anymore. However, uh, I love the look of a really pretty beaded paneling, and you can get that at any big box store. Uh, it's very pretty. That's another option. Uh, you put the beaded paneling up over what you have there, and it gives mm. you a really gorgeous look. I never thought of that. I'll have to and, check and, that and out. you Beating paint it what, paint, okay. paint it whatever whatever color you want to paint it. Uh, it, it it goes up really relatively easily. Um, that would be uh, another nice and and different way to finish mm-hmm. out that interior. Well, I like that idea. I'll check that out. Thank you so much. 
Well, you're quite welcome. Thanks for calling in this morning, Carol. We sure appreciate okay. it. Let's get back to those phone lines, though, at 210-599-5555. Let's go to Carol. Carol, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Oh, wait, we already got to Carol. Let's go to John. John, good morning. Welcome oh, to the okay. show. Sorry about that, John. Okay. But, okay. Uh, this might be out of your area of expertise, but uh, I, uh, uh, 55 years ago, I put a patio in a a 20 by 35 uh, foot patio and uh, it's aluminum it's uh, a four foot wide aluminum 20 feet long and uh, uh, and I don't think they even make it anymore I think I think all the patio covers now are uh, are steel but uh, I, I got up there uh, the other day and I was looking at the uh, uh, top of the aluminum and it's um, got a blackish uh, fungus on it and uh, and it's really hot in the summertime and what I was thinking what I'd like to do and I was just getting you uh, see what you think about it I was thinking I'd like to uh, pressure wash it if it's possible and then put some kind of a white paint on it that would reflect the sun uh, what do you think That's, well this is Jim I'm sorry, but that is not a, a fungus that you're really seeing up there. If it's blackish in color, a dark gray to a blackish in color, that is actually aluminum corrosion. Oh, well, then, uh, okay. Uh, then, would it, it wouldn't, uh, would it come through? It's been on there for 55 years now. It's probably already through to the insulation. That's why it's hot, because you're not getting any insulating factor out of it anymore. No, well, there's no insulation. It's it's a uh, it's a bare aluminum. Uh, I can see it from top and bottom. Okay, so can you see through it from the bottom? No, no. Okay, then you can try pressure washing it, but know that when you pressure wash it, it may blow holes in it because the aluminum may be very very thin where that corrosion exists. Okay, and what do you think about the paint? Yes, definitely. There's a product out there called Snow Coat. Um, you put it on, you roll it on. Um, it typically comes out anywhere between um, a quarter um, to three sixteenths inch thick once it's put on. Um, you can get it in white, which is what I used on my sh on my sheds. Um, it's very reflective, and it, it it'll definitely make the temperature cooler under the under the cover. Uh, and who sells that? Uh, you can get it in any any of the big box stores. And what's the name of it again? Snow, Snow coat. coat. Snow coat. And it, it, it goes on a, a, a quarter inch thick, you say? The, yes, that's sir. Probably not a quarter inch, a little eighth of an inch to a quarter of an inch, and you just put it on with a roller. Yep, roll it on with a, with a, with a wide nap uh, paint roller. Oh, well, I can do that. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, you, you, oh, what do you think? Would you put it on over that uh, the uh, aluminum over the uh, without pressure washing it? But well, I'd, I'd, I'd clean clean it up a little bit if you can. Before I pressure washed it, I'd get up there, um, to, if you can reach the sides of it without standing on it, um, I would get up there with a, a long push broom um, and use uh, just some water solution and get up there and scrub that a little bit, just kind of agitate a little bit and rinse it down. I wouldn't get up there with okay. a high-pressure pressure washer. No, you don't need to like pressure wash it. You could blow holes right through it. Okay. Yes, okay. Uh, you just uh, brush it with a broom. And uh, and then rinse it with, ahead and and rinse it with a water hose. Yep. And okay, that sounds good. I sure do. Thank you much. There you go, John. Thanks for calling in this morning. We appreciate you, uh, Tom. Good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Uh, I have a quick question. I was wanting your opinion. I'm doing a facelift on a bathroom. Okay. And uh, it's about 25 years old. And I'm thinking about the tub. I'm trying to decide whether to rip it out and replace it or to or is a resurfacing adequate the, tr the tub is in good shape but except that the the bottom's showing wear on it okay is, is it a, a metal tub it's a steel, or a porcelain it's a steel tub it is it's a steel, steel tub okay porcelain. yeah man, man if it's a steel tub and it's in pretty good shape i've had really good luck in the past with with resurfacing yes, yes. okay and it's a whole so, lot less mess Okay. Who would you, do you have anyone that y'all would recommend? I, I've seen, I was kind of looking out there in, the, in San Antonio, and I see about 20, 25 names of different companies that do it. Who's someone who does it well and has a well, history of it? 
let me let me look up real quick while we're talking here and see if I can find the one that I used um, way back when. If they're still around, they did a, a fantastic job for me. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to think of, of, of what, what was the name of that dang company? They, they're over off of um, over off of West Avenue and kind of over in that area. Uh, Miracle Method, I will tell you, has been around forever. Um, those guys were kind of the, the, the innovators in it, and they, they took it nationwide. Miracle Method is one, but, but there's one that's, I think it's Texas Bathtub Refinishers, I think. Let me see if that's the one that I'm thinking. Yeah, that is it. Texas Bathtub Refinishers. That's the one I would recommend. That's what I needed and, to know. And, then. and they're on Bassey Road, and the phone number, just so you have it, is 210 804 one one eight nine, and they took a clawfoot tub that we had and refinished it and did an outstanding job. That's what I need to know. I appreciate okay. it. You're sure Thank welcome. You, thanks a lot. For, thanks a lot for calling this morning. Uh, let's get Kathy in before we have to go to break. Good morning, Kathy. Welcome to the KTSa Home Improvement Show. Thank you for taking my call. I um, lost my water during the freeze, and. Um, the plumber, I, I'm on a pier and beam, and the plumber said the reason I lost my hot water under the house is because the pipes were hard copper. So when they froze, they they couldn't expand and contract. So I had holes the whole way. Um, there's an area that's about five feet, and he said in order to cover that area, he has to actually dig out the sand to get under the beam. And so he just told me... Uh, he told me that the area he could reach, he had to replace the whole thing. But that area is okay because he doesn't want to dig out. Should I just say dig out, replace the whole thing? Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, pay, the man, pay, the man the, pay the man the labor charges for digging. Um, if you try okay. to go in and scab that, it's, it's, oh, you're going to be sorry. Yeah, I just I, I I never said there's a price cap on it. I just said replace it, and then he's like, "Well, I have to dig." I said, "Dig," you know. Okay, that's, well, a that's lot of the plumbing. Well, please keep in mind, though, folks, because I have family in plumbing. A lot of the problem with the plumbing is that they are right now they're still in the mode of getting you water, and yes. then they're going to come back and finish the repairs or do the extensive repairs later. Because they are yes. so busy. Still, right now, today, they are so busy. Yes, and I've been really patient. I mean, I went with cold water for a week before he came back to do the hot water. And then, you know, I'm waiting um, because I know water is more important than hot water, any water. Um, the other thing is I have, um, when I bought the house, there's a whole house water filtration system outside. And for three years, I've been saying to him, I, I, I want it to work. And he keeps saying, I can't find a filter. He finally told me, just replace the whole thing. But I went to the box store, and I couldn't really find anything with PVC for outside. Is there some place I can go to find that? He won't, he won't do anything with it. He just said, nope, you have to go. I mean, even on... Not this year, but even other years, he won't go to the store. I don't know. Pay him and get it. I don't know who you're using for plumbing. I don't either, and I I don't (laughs) want to know. But you're more patient than I am. (laughs) Okay, so um, what do I? What do I do? How do I get a replacement? It's it's one inch PVC pipe, and it goes for the whole system. And I don't know. I mean, the one I got at the store that shows copper piping at the end and not PVC, so I don't think it's going to work, right? Ma'am, well, you, ma'am, you can call, call you call, call call a call a good plumber or call Alamo Water Softeners, one or the other, and one of those companies yes. is going to be able to help you out. It sounds to me that this that this person feels that you're more of an interruption of his day than the purpose of his day. Oh. Okay, and so they do they have a problem bringing a filter? I mean, it's not like I'm not no, seeing ma'am. them. Any, no, water softeners, any reputable plumbing company, they're going to find the filter for you. They're going to pick it up. They're going to deliver it to your home, and they're going to install it. Now, I will say as a caveat to, to uh, Alamo Water Softeners, I don't know if they work on anything other than their own filtration systems, but I can tell you that there are many plumbing companies that will. And you can even order the filters online. You can you can order the filters for most of these uh, whole home water filtration systems on Amazon. So it's not My hard to do. Is, 
my problem is I live where there's not internet, so it's like, yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, you know? just you get don't. get a good plumber out there. That's the best thing to do is get a good yes. plumber out that's reputable. They'll take care of you, and you won't have to worry about this, Kathy. Thanks a lot for calling okay. this morning. We appreciate you. Okay, okay. Got, you got a new folks, toy. I, ha- I have a new toy. Thank you very much. Jeez. The things that amuse the things that amuse you. The things that amuse you. Hey, Two ten said for years I was easily amused. <laughs> you are. And you are. Two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five is the number to get in on the conversation this morning. It, it's about home improvement. It's a, a tad juvenile right this second, but it is about home improvement. Gary, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, sir. Uh, I have a question about repairing a floor in my old rent house. It's, I think it was built in 1960, and in the living room, it's got uh, two and a half wide by three quarter inch thick uh, tongue and groove flooring, and it's just laid right on the two by six floor joist. There's no plywood underneath it or anything. Right. And what's happening? I think in places the the tongue part is rotting out so the floors are getting a little loose in spots you know it's got a little hole you know it, it pressed it down because the tongue is broken off part of it yes sir and uh when they laid it down uh of course they staggered the joints and some of the joints aren't over the floor choice so they just you know when the tongue breaks off they just it goes down so i'm looking for the cheapest way to cover it up or replace it and uh, how to how to do that well, there's going to be a couple of different routes you can take. Uh, repairing it and and uh, keeping it is probably, believe it or not, is probably going to be one of the more expensive uh, of the options for you uh, because they will need to take out the ones that are damaged, find uh, suitable replacement pieces that are going to match what you have there or closely match what you have, and then you're probably going to want to refinish everything and, and, and restain and reseal everything. So that, that can be an expensive uh, endeavor. Uh, is it relatively smooth and flat, or are there humps or are there dips in it? Well, it's it's so old. It's it's not really humps and dips, but it's not it's not really smooth. No. Okay. So thinking about just covering it up with some kind of plywood or this this smooth stuff that you can paint or something. Well, here's here's what I would recommend if if you're gonna if you're gonna cover it, go ahead and cover it with a with at least a, a, a half inch plywood. Quarter inch is would probably work, but I'd feel better about half inch. Go down with a half-inch plywood and look at a vinyl plank flooring to go over that. I think that that will give you your nicest look, uh, and and it would be reasonable. Best bang for the buck. Best bang for the buck is the right term. Yeah. Okay. so the cheap that is that the cheapest you think or you, no? I mean you, the cheapest would be to put uh, roll down vinyl on top of what you have, but I don't think but in the long run you would flex. be happy with that. I don't. I don't think that would last because it's going to no. you know, yeah, yeah, it's going to go down. So I need no. to put the the plywood at half inch. You think or quarter inch? Would at be, l- at okay. least half inch. I think half inch would be better. It will take the flex out and it, and it will give you a okay. better substrate. And then go on top of that with some real cheap vinyl. Tongue and groove. I'm not. I'm not saying to do real cheap. I'm saying find something that's reasonable that you think. Are you planning on staying in that home for a little while? It's a rental, Martin. Oh, it's just a a rental. rental, Yeah, yeah, just just a just an inexpensive, inexpensive vinyl, inexpensive vinyl uh, flooring. Whether it's in a tile or 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 a plank pattern, Uh, you can get some pretty inexpensive plank vinyl flooring out there right now, and that would be a good choice for you. Okay, well, I think that's what I'm going to do. Cause we were talking, thinking about we repaired a little place of it, and we put some uh, flooring on there, that smooth stuff, you can paint, and it worked fine. Except now the rest of the living room is starting to get those broken places too. So I'm not going to replace the whole floor. Yeah, I, th- I think you, I sure, think you'd be sure well. That, go ahead. No, I'm, sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. Make sure that when you uh, you uh, put down the plywood and all that, remember that you're adding uh, adding to the height of the floor. You may have to right, trim I, the bottoms of some of the doors. Yeah, that's what I'm. Next question. It's going to be right now. It's it's even with the uh, kitchen, but uh, if we put that extra quarter inch on there, half inch on there, it's going to raise it up. There's some kind of steps that we can put in there. To well, there yes. there are definite yes. there's transitions that you can put. Let's get to Jim. Jim, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, got a question about bathroom remodels. But first, I want to say that a few months back, your people came out and replaced our front door completely. Very pleased with the work and the finished product. It was awesome. Thank you very much, Jim. We appreciate that, and glad you're happy. 
uh, on the bathroom, I wanted to have the tub taken out and a shower, walk-in shower put in. I wonder if you had a company, a dependable company, that you would recommend. Uh, let's see here. Um, you you want to have a, wa- a walk-in shower put in? Yes. Remove okay. the steel bathtub and put in the shower. Okay. All right. You want a tile shower, built-in-place shower? Is that what you're looking for? Yes. Okay. I do have a recommendation for you. Um, I don't have his number right off the top of my head, but he's done two different remodels like you're talking about for me. If, you will, uh, if you'll drop me an email, I will get that information to you. Okay. Will okay. Do. It's mbomba at windowworldtx.com. Okay, I'll send you the email. Thank you very Fantastic. much. Fantastic. I'll get that to you today. Thank you, Jim. We appreciate you calling, and thanks for your business, sir. We appreciate that very much. Let's get to Ray. Ray, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Uh, good morning, and thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. I had windows put in my house last year. And yes, sir. It worked better than I'd planned on. <laughs> Made my heating bill go up this, this fall. Say again now? <laughs> it made my heating bill go up this fall. It made your heating bill go up? Yes, sir. Okay. Before, <laughs> before that, I depended on the sun coming in the windows to warm up the house. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wondered where he was going with that, Jim. I, I was, yeah, I was so confused I. for a minute. I was, I was confused. <laughs> No, well, I, that that, um, that is true. You you can't rely as much on the sun and <laughs> with, the, with the new windows, that's for sure. But I will tell you that yeah. there, in, in in all seriousness, Ray, the technology that goes into the Solar Zone Elite glass that we put into our windows, it's a pretty cool uh, technology, and I don't even quite understand how it works. But because of the different trajectory of the sun from the summertime to the wintertime, the way that the sun hits the windows in the winter it does allow more heat in in the winter than it does in the summertime, and it does actually help a little bit with with warming your house. I don't, again, don't ask me the the physics of it because I don't quite understand. But we've got a brochure that talks about it, and and it's it's pretty interesting technology. Yeah, that 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 may be. I I didn't notice enough difference to really make make me think about it. But it, I just thought it was kind of funny that he, that these. Real efficient windows made my heating bill go up. Well, I can tell you another thing that made your heating bill go up is the fact that we had the coldest winter that we've had in about 25 years. Um, oh, yeah. That would be my that would be my guess as well. Not to mention the fact that uh, after the snowstorms, it was widely known that CPS and other energy companies uh, were planning on uh, sending out much higher bills than normal to help recoup some of the uh, the losses that they had over that week. And people were really up in arms about it. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a good example. I've got a friend who has a business here in town, and he posted on on Facebook that his bill uh, last year for the same month, and I think that this was for the month of February, uh, was something like three hundred and twenty-five dollars at his business. He got a bill for over three thousand dollars. Ouch. Yeah. So we hope that that was a mistake, but I haven't heard. <laughs> Well, anyway, I've, I've thought about calling in about this before, but I didn't want it to sound like I was dissatisfied with the windows. No, no, not at all. And, and it is it is interesting. Well, what I do want to know is, was your house more comfortable? Did you did you feel less draft and and the things that you felt with your old windows? That's that's as important well, as anything. Okay. Walk up close to the window. It doesn't feel cold there. Well, that's that's what I want to hear. So that tells me they're doing the job. Oh, I'm I'm very happy with the windows, and the crew that came out and put them in. I can't say enough about them. They were really good. Well, that's that's always something we love to hear. We we uh, we feel like we've got the best installers in the industry, but our customers are the ones who verify that for us, and we appreciate that. Well, I'm very happy with the job they did here, and I'm very happy with the windows. Well, Ray, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Did, did you did you have any question this morning, or, or was that was that no, the, the okay? I wanted to let you know that that I'm very happy with the windows and that they did make. <laughs> I didn't plan on making that much more butane, but I did. 
<laughs> well, we appreciate you calling, Ray. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's that's the funny thing about uh, about the weather that we had this winter is uh, there were a number of factors that even though your windows may have been more efficient and certainly made your house more comfortable, didn't necessarily mean that your bill's going to be any lower because there's there was man there was a week of severe taxing of our electric of our propane. I went through. Uh, a tank of propane that would normally have taken us in this house to go through in probably three or four months in a matter of a week. So oh, yeah. that's that's the difference between uh, normal, standard kind of chilly winters that we have here and what we had this winter. It was not, it wasn't pleasant. I will say that. Uh, let's try to get at least one more call in here before we go to break. Two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Ralph, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Morning, gentlemen. Good uh, morning. My question is about uh, point-of-use water heaters. Um, okay. Interested, probably not going to make the switch, but I want to explore it as an option before I say yes or no. So what concerns would I have uh, Do you that have... I need to think about? Yeah, I'll, let Jim, I'll let Jim tackle this one. Do you have gas or electric? Electric. Okay, then point of use is not probably not going to be your greatest uh, advantage because the way that the point of use works is that it rapidly heats the water whenever you turn on a faucet. It heats it to where you're not having to hold a tank full of hot water. To produce enough heat with electric to do that, that, uh, that tankless electric water heater is going to use more energy to produce that heat quickly than the tank would use to hold 30 gallons of hot water. Okay. Um, what kind of uh, figures would we be talking about here? Uh, it, how big would it, the element have to be? What, what strength, I guess? It's, it's all going to depend on how much use you have in the house, how many faucets you may have on at one time. That's something that they have to engineer as to what the gallon per hour rate average flow in the house would be and because they have to heat that water instantly. Okay. So it's uh, something that the company that comes in and talks to you about it, if you if you get some quotes on it, they're going to have to do uh, some some figuring. They're going to have to figure how many bathrooms you have, how many folks are living in the house, how many showers are taken per day. Yeah, all of this all of this is going to equate into it because if you've got two people in the shower at the same time, you're going to need twice as much hot water instantly. Okay. Uh, now I was thinking about separate uh, heaters for the bathrooms. So, um, okay. Does, okay. Uh, does it? But now you. But now you have two. So that you might have to have uh, wiring installed. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You would definitely have to have um, 240 volt uh, power feeds, high amperage power feeds, fed to both uh, heating units. To be honest with you, okay. uh, it sounds like your best bet is going to be to go. To reduce your gallon size, if you're interested in putting in two different water heaters, reduce your gallon size in each one. Still go with the tank type water heater, but put a different water heater for each bathroom. House isn't constructed, so we can do that. That's why I was considering the point of use. Um, well, when you okay, say so, point, when so you say you point of use, 40, there's so a difference. There's a difference between a point of use and a tankless. The point of use is something that you put under a sink. Because okay. it only produces a small amount of hot water. It's only enough to run one faucet. It's not going to run your shower and your faucet. Um, they don't make a point of use for a shower. That's, uh, that would be too extended of a runtime and have to produce too much water to run a shower. A point of use uh, heater is typically designed to go under a sink. And it's, it's used to heat water just for that sink. Okay, so I'm using the wrong verbiage. Okay, so uh, tankless then. Yes, sir. Tankless. It's the instant hot water. Yes, yes sir. tankless. But tankless or on demand. On demand is also another term. Right, but the tankless has to be installed in such a way as the same as your water heater. So if you say your house isn't designed to break it up with two tank type water heaters, it's not designed to break it up with two tankless water heaters because a tankless is going to use the same plumbing system that a tank type water heater uses. Okay. So, well, no. Uh, so we've got one water heater for the entire house. Yes, sir. 
Okay. But the, the tankless would use the cold water feed coming into that uh, bathroom, correct? No, sir. Not if you – well, yes, it could use the cold water feed coming into that bathroom, but you're still going to have to try to tie into the plumbing for all of the bathroom fixtures that are in that bathroom to feed hot water to all of them. A tankless okay. heater is not something that, that is installed in a bathroom, typically. It's something that is installed for the house. Now, you can zone your house and put two different tankless water heaters in for two different zones. But as you said, with that, now we're talking about replumbing the house. Okay. All right. I need to do more investigation and reading, it looks like. There is a okay, lot... There are a lot of super high-efficiency tank-type water heaters out there. Um, tank-type water heater, they, they just don't have, at least not that I've seen, the technology to replace an electric tank-type water heater with a super high-efficiency tankless water heater. Not yet. Okay. Uh, now, if you had gas... Name of a... I'm sorry, what? Now, if you had gas... The tankless or point of, or, or uh, on-demand water system would be the way to go, because all they would have to do is come in, use the existing plumbing fi uh, uh, system, put in one tankless water heater um, with gas, and you you now have on-demand water, because the gas is so much uh, so, so much less cost to produce the hot water instantly. Okay. Uh, you said uh, you made a reference to the high-efficiency water heater? Yes, sir. What would be a, a brand to go look at? Uh, Ream, State, um, Ream water heaters, State water heaters, A.O. Smith water heaters. Um, these, they, they all, pretty much all of the manufacturers are going to make a high-efficiency electric water heater today. Okay. All right, gentlemen, thank you. Well, hopefully that helped you out this morning, Ralph. We appreciate you calling. Thank you, sir. Sally, Sally, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Thank you for the personal cue. You'd almost think we planned it that way. I think you might have. <laughs> How can we help you this morning, Sally? Well, I live in a condominium, which is pretty small, and the water heater is in a closet where you enter the front door. Yes, I've been told that the newer regulations for water heaters require them to be energy efficient and that they're fatter and they won't fit into that closet. Do you know if that's true and how I deal with that situation? Typically, yes. Um, the new high efficiency is going to have some peripherals installed on the outside of it. Um, but I'm not sure what code they're talking about that says that you have to go with one of the newer super high efficiencies. And the reason I say that is simply because most houses, if the water heater, if the high efficiency won't fit, then you fall under what's called a grandfather clause. Um, do you have an electric water heater or a gas water heater? It's electric. I don't have gas in my unit. So then it should be able to stay inside. And there are companies out there that can get you a water heater that is, that is designed to fit in that, in, in that opening. They still well, make them. They might have to special order it, but it would be available. Yes, ma'am. And that's what I really should do is leave it the way it is and then just well, it, maybe it, put either a that or you have blanket to, around the outside. Right. It's either that or you have to, to or you're going, going to have to remodel that area of the condo to accept a bigger heater. What about the possibility of having a tankless water heater? I've heard that it really draws too much electricity. To it does. In your application, though, it's going to depend on you need to get the plumbing company to do an assessment and find out how much more electricity it's going to draw because it might it might be to your benefit in a situation like yours where you don't have room to get the capacity in a tank type. All right, so I should just get the information and make a decision between the two. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Research, 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 research. I forgot about your show for a while and I'm so glad that I found it again. Thank you so much for the information. Well, yes, we're glad you we're glad you found us again too, Sally. Thank you so much for calling this morning. Welcome back. Uh, let's get to Renee. Renee, good morning. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, my question is: How often should you replace a water heater? Oh, that's that. There's a big amount of debate about that. What what I will typically tell folks is that it should be flushed at least once, if not twice, a year. If you haven't stayed up with that. 
maximum life you're going to get out of is about 10 years. Okay. Um, well, the next, I'm, the I'm next step. I'm sorry. Yes. I moved in in 06 here uh, in the colonies north area of Tioga and Wurzbach, and I installed a new water heater, and that was in 06. Have you flushed it every year? No, sir. What I did Rip. do, though, is I put a filter cartridge in front and back of it to trap a lot of the sediments uh, from the water line, and I do change out that filter like every four or five months because it turns a brown color. Have you noticed any um, reduction in the amount of hot water you have in the house or in the, the heat of the it, water? It, yeah, it takes a while, right? It takes a uh, it it takes maybe about a minute, a minute and a half to get the water hot. And that's in the kitchen sink right next to the wall, existing the water heater right on the other side of it. And have you noticed that you have, if you're taking showers, that you have less hot water coming, that it, it the water the hot water doesn't last as long? No, no. We don't have that problem. It's just, it takes a while to get through the lines to the bathroom. As far as getting through the lines, the best thing you can do there is put in a uh, a circulating pump. Um, because the pump is going to keep the hot water in the pipes all the time. That's the best okay. thing you can do to get the water to the faucets faster. As far as the water heater goes, just uh, contact a, a reputable plumbing company and have them come in to do a cleaning, to do a flush on the water heater. And at that point, okay. they're going to be able to tell you how much sediment you have in it and if they can get the sediment out. Okay. All right. And then uh, what I was going to say also is, my bill for February for last month was 108. My neighbors all around me was over $300, but that's because I insulated all the existing walls before I moved in. Also, yep. But well, that certainly helped. Yeah, certainly it helped. Sure did. Yeah, it sure did. Now that concert, ACDC, where's that at again? It's a place called the Roundup. The Roundup is out on 3351, which is Ralph Fair Road off of I-10. It turns into 3351. You go through, yeah, it's, yes, but it's yes. called it's I'll called the Roundup. The Roundup. Okay, great. <laughs> I'll be <out> there. <laughs> Come on out. <laughs> I might be a designated driver, though, but I'll be out there. <laughs> okay. Hey, thanks for the info. You're welcome. Thanks a lot for calling, Renee. See, I'm I'm pretty lucky. It's I, I live kind of out in the middle of nowhere, but it's only about three miles from my house to the to the Roundup. So it's uh it's a uh, it's a it's a close, nice, easy drive. Uh, well, I would say here. I would say that Jeannie and I are definitely gonna gonna be out there tonight, but I'm gonna have to talk her into it because growing up in in the time that ACDC was popular, that wasn't really the kind of music she was listening to. So uh, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, Sadly, sadly, though. sadly, sadly. How, how do you not appreciate the guys from down under, man? These guys rock. Okay. Uh, you, you, even if it's not the real ACDC, uh, all things home improvement are on the table from the roof to the foundation and everything in between. We would love to talk to you, uh, just like we're going to do with Sally right now. Good morning, Sally. Welcome to the show. Good morning. I'm interested in a mini split. I have this great big room that was an addition. And the AC, the regular AC doesn't, they doesn't have vents so that it can go through. What do you think about a mini split? Love them. Love them. Yes. If it's the right Absolutely. application, uh, mini splits are fantastic. Uh, in, in Central America and South America, mini splits are almost the exclusive uh, air conditioning choice in, in every application from homes to to condos to, to, to um, apartments and hotels. Because they are so easy to control a, a certain particular area, and you can cut the rest of them down or off and save tremendous amounts of money. Uh, it's okay. also really great uh, for, for additions. If, if you're adding on an addition to a home and you, you don't want to run ductwork and resize your air conditioning yeah. system, it's also fantastic for that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Now, is this heat and, and AC? Yes, yes ma'am. You can, you can, you can get them both pump. ways. Okay, because that's what I want, heat in and uh, AC. Good. And any brand, just any, any, they're all good. You know, Mitsubishi is a good brand. Hey, that's uh, a good one. Uh -huh. That's a good one. That, but there's several others. That, that Help me out here, Jim. What are some other good brands? Carrier uh, makes one. Car Carrier, Hire, um, of course, Mitsubishi. Um, okay. Uh, and, there's and a I can lot tell of you good the, brands out there. I can tell you Champion AC can help you with that. Absolutely. Good, good, because 
I've been living here forever and ever, but I, you know, it's in the summertime. I have to put just regular fans to circulate the air. Good. I just needed some information, and you recommend it highly, so I'm, I'm going to go with it. Yes, ma'am. Right. Yes, ma'am. You'll in, you'll certainly enjoy it. Uh, in fact, what was it about twenty three years ago, twenty four years ago? You put one in for me in a, in an edition that we did out there in Yancey, didn't you? Yes, we. Yes, I did. And remember that? Do you remember that? Yep. Yep, and wow. Martin, the advancements that are made today in the equipment uh-huh. um, would make yours that, that I put in out there at the house look like a dinosaur. Oh, without a doubt. I, yeah, wow. I know that there have been some great improvements, and and they really are. You're you're going to love it, Sally. You're going to love it. Great. So it's going to going to be a good investment then. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sure. Kind of hesitant. I've lived here for several years without it, and all of a sudden I say, Wow, why am I suffering in the summertime with just regular? fan and the ceiling fan. I had Windows, Window World installed windows in my place, and I'm very happy with it. Well, and thank you, Sandy. I'm going to get some more. Sally, oh, thank sir. you so much, and, and we look forward to serving you again. Thanks for your business. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Let's see here. 210-599-5555. That's the number. 210-599-5555 is the number to uh, get in with your home improvement questions, just like Sandy. Sandy, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. Hi. Hey, I, I wanted to ask you guys, um, my house is about 28 years old, and I've been doing, like, minor upgrades to it, but I've never looked into insulation, and I'm wondering, what am I supposed to be doing or looking to do as far as insulation is concerned? Are we talking like about the attic. Uh, attic insulation? Okay. Uh, first thing you want to do is, is see what type of insulation you currently have and how old it is and how compacted it is. That's, that's number one. You know, let's see if you need new insulation. How old is your home? My house is about 28 years old. Okay. Jim, what's, what would be the next step? And yeah, well, as you guys, said. I've had, I've had some recessed lighting put on, and several guys have said, oh, you have no insulation up there, or you need to do something about your insulation. And, okay, okay. Really, since I don't climb up there, I really don't know what I'm supposed to be looking for. What the, where I would tell you to first start is to call a good insulating contractor. Um, there are several out there. There's uh, William Scotsman Insulators. Um, there are several good insulating contractors out there. You can just Google attic insulation companies. Um, they're going to come in and they can get up there and tell you what you have, how compacted it is, and what they can do. Um, in some instances, if it's so dusty and so dirty, they're going to have to remove what's there and then re-insulate. But there are other instances where even if what you have is inadequate, they can bring in more insulation on top of it. But the starting point is going to be to get a reputable, qualified contractor in there to give you an assessment. Okay. Do you have any idea how much that runs, more or less? It, you know, here's the thing about insulation. If you, it, it, it will probably be several thousand dollars, but not in the high several thousand dollars. It's, it's, um, it's as reasonable as you can get for the return that you get on your value. And, and that's the, the biggest thing to, uh, to remember is it, it, it's all in, in direct relation to what you have, uh, you know, it's all in direct relation to the benefit that you receive from what you're paying for. And in your attic, uh, in, in our zone, you're going to want an R30 to an R60 in insulation. And, of course, the higher that number in our value, the more efficient it is. And blowing uh, blown-in fiberglass insulation on top of what you already have can get you to that point. Uh, or you may want to remove what you have depending on the age and the compaction and the condition of it and then go straight in with fresh blown-in insulation. But... Uh, what you want to focus on is a good, reputable company and getting that R30 to R60 value when it's all said and done. Okay. Okay. Well, that's what I needed. I'll start looking into that then. Thank you so All right. Much. Well, you're sure welcome, Sandy. Thank you for calling this morning. We appreciate you being a part of the show. Uh, let's see if we can get one more in here before we go to break. Good morning, Alberto. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Yes, sir. How are you doing? A quick question for you. Uh, Long-time listener, great advice from you guys. Thank you. Five-inch gutter and six-inch gutter. I'm planning to do gutters in two houses. One has a big roof, so I'm thinking maybe six gutter would be, you know, six-inch gutter would be better than five. And this, for my son, he's a smaller house, so he doesn't have much of a roof, maybe a half-inch. But am I overpaying if I really have to go with a six-inch? Well, here's here's the thing that we do at Window World. We we install 
we sell and install gutters at Window World, and we install gutter protection. We choose to only install six-inch gutters, and here's why. It's not that much more expensive to put in a six-inch gutter, and it will cover every single application that you can think of, from the steepest pitched roof to the to the biggest roof. Uh, it's going to be your best bet because we can also use oversized downspouts on the six-inch gutter that will handle that capacity as well because having having a, a, a gutter uh, that handles the capacity but your downspouts are too small, you're still going to overflow your gutters. So I heartily recommend a six-inch gutter. Um, it's not a huge difference in price, and in fact, we're probably less expenses on, expensive on six-inch gutters than many companies are on five-inch gutters. Um, so that's that's my opinion on it. Okay, all right. And one quick question also: Do you ever? I have a, a big window on, because I have a big bolt kind of ceiling, so I got windows, and I'm looking at getting those electrical shades. Any companies that are repairable? I mean, I really cannot really reach it, so I cannot really, like, manually do it. So I was thinking maybe an electrical screen. Uh, sure, sure. There's uh, there's several different companies out there. There's one that's called Shades of Texas, and, and they have the uh, both manual and, uh, and, and remote control roll-down sunshades. Uh, uh-huh. Typically, you think of them being outside, but you can also do them inside depending on the application. Uh, another company uh, that that we recommend whenever it comes to window coverings, and I know that he does uh, the remote control coverings as well, is a company called uh, Window Coverings by Michael. Covering by Michael, okay. And what was the first one? I'm sorry. Shades of Texas. Shades of Texas. Okay, great advice. Really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you for calling. We appreciate you being a part of the show this morning. Uh, a listener had uh, had had uh, asked Chris while we were off the air what the problem was that Mr. Electric came out to my home to fix. I had a number of outlets in my garage that were not functioning. They simply lost power, and uh, and it took me forever to chase it down and try to figure out what it was. I couldn't figure it out. Called Mr. Electric out. We got it figured out. It. Uh, I'm I'm almost ashamed to tell you how how easy it was to fix it uh but it you know it could have it could have happened to anybody i can tell you that it was a a gfi that was not exactly in plain sight <laughs> i will say that uh it was the previous owners had covered it up and uh so there you go that's what happened uh let's get back to the phone lines 210-599-5555 as we go to angela angela good morning welcome to the ktsa home improvement show good morning Bamba. thank you for your information Yes, ma'am. How can we help you? About electric uh, panel, the 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 one outside in the house, like uh, for range, um, and you know what is a panel is, don't you? Yeah, yes, ma'am. You're talking about the electrical service panel outside of the house. Yes, sir. I need. Yes, ma'am. It's a small house, nineteen seventy nine. It never be changed. It's better to change now. Uh, yes, if it needs to be changed and updated and upgraded, yes, ma'am. I would call Mr. Electric and get that done. Okay. Another th- question. Um, is it they increase the value for the house if I try to sell it? What it does is it, it makes your house more sellable and makes it less likely that you're going to have to do that improvement whenever the house sells because what's going to happen is is if your if your electrical is not up to code uh, in today's standards and it needs to have a refurbishing or an upgrade, the buyer is going to ask you to either give them money to have that done or to do that before they buy the house. So if it's a safety issue, and it could very well be a safety issue, I don't know, but it's better to have somebody come out and check that and make sure. Now, maybe Mr. Electric tells you, nope, you don't need to change that out. It might just need a little tweak here or there. But if you do, it's better to know that and get it done now. Well, being 42, uh, 42 years house, uh, the, the box looks ugly outside. Yeah, yes, ma'am, and they, they can fix that too. If okay, it's, if it's then, pretty rusty and stuff like that, it's probably time to replace it. Yeah, yeah. Um, they came in different sizes, depending on the house. If the house is a small, is a small panel or has to be large? Because I only need two or three things in the panel. You know what I mean? The, refri- the breakers? Yes, ma'am. They'll size it to your home. They'll size the new panel to your home. They sure will. Okay. Okay. Um, 
Let me get. Old. Let me give you that number. Let me give you that number for for Mr. Electric, so you can give him a call. It's two ten, two four eight. I'm sorry. What the panel, the electric panel does to the to the electric um, thing in the house? What well, the, the best thing to do would be to talk to them, and they can answer every question you have. And it's two ten two four eight twenty twenty six two ten two four eight twenty twenty six. Thank you for calling this morning, Angela. We do appreciate it. Uh, we are about running out of time, my brother. Um, yes, we are. We uh, we have we have gotten so short on time the last few weeks that we haven't gotten to talk at all at the end of the show and 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 actually give out our contact information. We have callers and listeners that contact us almost every week, uh, and the very best way to do that, as always, is by dropping us an email. Um, we do get back to you, uh, Jimmy. Sometimes later than me, but we do get back to you. Hey, 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 hey! If this is honest. <laughs> <laughs> what he's talking about is I emailed him this morning and I said, can you help me with this caller? And he said, I answered that a week ago. And I said, sorry, I just found it in my junk. And I mean my junk folder. But, hey, if you want to get a hold of us and you do have a question for off the air or you need a recommendation, we, we love hearing from you. It's uh, uh, Mine is M Bomba. That's B-O-M-B-A, M Bomba, at windowworldtx.com. And mine is Jay Smith at windowworldtx.com. And, Martin, I'm going to start copying you on all that I do answer, okay? <laughs> you know what? If, if I would have copied you on that answer, you would have known it was already answered. So I, that's my bad. I should have done that. I should have, I should yep, have uh, copied you on that. Both of us. It's, it it is a failure to communicate. Communicate. We have a failure <laughs> to communicate. Uh, hey, coming up later on today on, uh, on KTSA, lots of great information coming your way. Coming up next uh, after the top of the hour, it's Louis Siriani and the KTSA Automotive Show. Coming up later on this afternoon, it's Mike and Holly Hermes and the What's It Worth Show talking all things real estate. And boy, is there stuff going on in real estate right now. It's, it's just blowing up everywhere. Uh, it's, it's a good time to be in it. Uh, it's a good time to be selling it. Uh, good time to be buying it in some cases. It's, it's, it's just a, it's real estate's pretty hot right now, especially in our neck of the woods. Um, we uh, we invite you to give us a call at Window World for all of your home improvement needs, uh, whether it be siding, windows, doors, seamless gutters, you name it. We would love to help you out with it at Window World uh, in San Antonio, Corpus Christi, or uh, in New Braunfels. And uh, all of the great information that you need about that is at windowworldtx.com, windowworldtx.com. Uh, we have beautifully remodeled our San Antonio showroom. Come on in, see it. We'd love to show it off to you. And we look so forward to talking with you again just like this next week. Thanks a lot for joining us. We'll see you next time, next week, same time, same place, on the KTSA Home Improvement Show.